Welcome to Attorney Heart, the podcast focused on bringing awareness to and promoting attorney well-being. Join Attorney Heart as you embark on a journey to improve the quality of your professional and personal life. And now, here's your host, Fernando Flores. Looking up, there's always sky. Rest your head, I'll take you high. We won't fade into darkness. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Attorney Heart Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about nutrition and in particular the use of antibiotics in our food so there has been great strides in removing the use of antibiotics in relation to chicken chicken that served in fast food restaurants like mcdonald's burger king carl's jr uh kentucky fried chicken etc 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 right but still to this day there is a very high use of antibiotics in relation to beef, in relation to beef that is served, like hamburgers, right? And one of the things that happens is when a lot of antibiotics are given to healthy animals to prevent diseases, right? The continued use of those antibiotics creates antibiotic resistance. So the bacteria basically that can cause illness in those animals are not going to respond to the drugs that are being given to the animals because they're being given so many antibiotics. And so then that bacteria can then end up in the food supply, which can in turn infect you, right? And that can come from either touching or eating undercooked contaminated meat, right? And every year in the United States, there's the United States, there's at least 2 million people that contract an antibiotic resistant infection so um, that is a lot of people and even though 80 percent of americans think that meat producers need to stop using antibiotics for purposes of uh, giving them to animals that are not sick right and there's also, you know, people that are really willing, you know, 60% of people in different studies have said that they would be more likely to eat at a restaurant that served meat that is raised without, without antibiotics. Most restaurants to this day still continue using, using meat from animals that are given antibiotics even when those animals are healthy, right? And so just to give you a sense... Uh, the restaurants that ended up getting an A grade, okay, an A grade in relation to the use, to not using, right, beef that is uh, raised without using antibiotics, right? So basically, the, the animals are not given antibiotics and the meat is pretty natural. And the restaurants were BurgerFi and Shake Shack, those were the only two restaurants that got an A grade for using as natural food as possible. Then the next grade of restaurants that's available is a D minus, and Wendy's got a D minus. Then everybody else got an F because everyone else is using meat that is highly treated with antibiotics including McDonald's, Burger King, Sonic, Jack in the Box, 
uh, Carl's Jr., Five Guys, In and Out, um, and a lot of other ones. But those are those are the main ones, and all of them are using antibiotics, and they're using uh, they're serving meat that is highly processed with antibiotics. And one thing to definitely keep in mind, right, is that it it may sound like okay, well, it's it's two million out of how many, right? Like the population of the United States, it's hundreds of millions. But at the same time, even even though you may not necessarily get sick, what's still not necessarily known is the long-term effect of consuming these antibiotics into your body. And long-term, what is the effect of that in your body, right? So I wanted to provide you with this information that is recent, that, uh, you know, while great strides have been made in relation to the antibiotics that is used in the chicken industry, beef and red, red meat still have a long way to go. And a lot of folks don't necessarily know this. A lot of folks are not aware, you know, of the grades that these different restaurants that serve, you know, millions and millions of burgers every single day. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I provide you at the end of the day, right? I put the information on the table and it's up to you to decide what you want to do with it. But at the very least you have some awareness of where things currently are at and you have the ability to make an informed decision in relation to the nutritional aspect of your holistic wellness. Okay, well with that, signing off, have a great one and I look forward to catching you at the next episode of the Attorney Heart Podcast. Take care, bye. Hi everyone, this is Fernando, your host of Attorney Heart. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode if you enjoyed this episode, definitely subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. And if it can benefit anyone that you know, please share it. Attorney Heart is brought to you by iMatterNow. I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W. Please make sure to check our website at imatternow.com. Again, I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Every day presents an opportunity to engage in self-care. And remember that it is not selfish to take care of your well-being. It is necessary. So take care and connect with you on the next Attorney Heart episode.